everybody we're back with episode 21 um we are we have a guest on tonight so uh, her name is shelby she's gonna be telling us some personal paranormal stories and again if anyone ever wants to be on this and they have some really awesome or even just you know scary or good paranormal stories you're welcome to come on as a guest at any time so um without or with all that being said (laughs) well even if you want to keep it like anonymous you can go on anchor and leave a little voice note and we can use it during the episode don't have to say who it's from yep so but yep tonight so you're gonna have your host cat and columbus and then the guest shelby so we're gonna start this off and we're gonna have shelby jump on here now hey everybody this is shelby um I just wanted to come in and talk about some of my personal experiences in the paranormal world. I come from a very strong background in the paranormal field. My aunt and my mom both were paranormal investigators growing up, so I have lots of stories. Um, good and bad. You know, there, there's good things and bad things that happen in the paranormal world. I think one of my favorite stories is about my mom. She passed away last year and whenever she passed away I was really struggling with that because I took care of my mom my mom was my best friend and during the time of her passing away I was in my car and I was listening to Spotify (laughs) and as we all know when you listen to Spotify and you're playing a specific playlist it does not change your music It stays on your exact playlist. And I was listening to just regular music, and it was hip-hop. And I started talking to my mom and crying, and I was like, Mom, I just need to know you're okay. I really just need to know you're okay. And with that being said, my next song that played on my Spotify playlist was a country song that my mom and I used to sing together all the time growing up, called I Hope You Dance. And that wasn't on my playlist. So it kind of gave me this sense of, okay, she's listening. But I wasn't sure that she was okay still. And my mom's favorite color was purple. And when I had left my house that day, and I was in the car, and I when I backed out, We had no flowers whatsoever um, in our little flower patch because it was still transitioning to springtime. And um, when I pulled into the house that day, there was this very bright purple flower that you could not miss. There's no way that I missed this flower when I pulled out that morning. It was not there. And when I pulled in and it was... It gave me this sense, I got this rush of relief that my mom was finally free. She was finally okay after struggling for such a long time with her physical disabilities. Do you need a moment after that very touching story? Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, all right, so Shelby's going to take a break because that was really hard for her to talk about, but she does have about three or four more stories to talk about still, but we're going to give her that time to, you know, recuperate because it's really hard talking about your loved ones, you know, that are passed away, especially because it's, okay. it's so fresh. It was just, uh, her mom just passed away. I don't even think, a, has it been a year? A little over a year. So it's still very fresh. So and everyone knows how it is, like, when certain memories come up or you're talking about something. Especially something yeah. good like that. Like, a sign that you're saying that you're okay. So, um, but, so we're going to give her a few minutes. Do you want to apologize? Uh, this was supposed to be a true crime week. And it just didn't end up happening. So, those of you who are waiting for true crime, you're going to get it, I promise. I'm just not sure which week it'll be coming out. Yes. Um, and uh, we are, I mean, if you don't read the descriptions on the episodes, um, uh, season one of our podcast is coming to an end. And season two picks up in October. Yes, I'm really excited about season two. Uh, <laughs> We've got a lot of cool stuff coming. Yep, I can't wait, guys. We've been saying this since, like, March. I know. <laughs> We've got cool stuff coming, I promise. Yeah, yeah. it's just all aimed in October because uh, Brittany and I are both fall people. And we yeah. hate summer. <laughs> I don't like yeah. being hot or sweaty. Or both. So, yeah. And I don't like the sun, so there's that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess I'm a little bit of a vampire, but... I just I don't like the sun. Aren't you anemic though? Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> yep, there you go. I am. <laughs> you uh, don't sparkle. So I don't. Actually, no. No, with my bath bombs now, I do sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only because I use mica powder instead of actual dyes for coloring for my yeah. bath bombs. So you get glittery. <laughs> Unless you get a completely like non-scented one, of course, then you're not gonna get glitters. But, um, yeah. So, well, while we're waiting, let's talk about some, you know, new stuff. Okay, Cat, talk about how you know your new line of items are coming out. This is exciting. I'm excited. I'm stoked. I am excited. I'm really excited. So, for those of you who don't know, um. I have a leather company and I make um, handmade, hand engraved, all that kind of stuff, uh, leather accessories. So I can make um, bookmarks and uh, journals. I'm not going to find a list all my stuff I, I should know this off the top you of have my a head, lot but... well no but i mean you're still kind of you know new to it and yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's a new passion that you know you didn't even know that you had a passion for you got bored one day you're like okay i'm gonna try this out and you're like man i think i found my knack <laughs> yeah i really do love doing it it's a lot of fun um, i can make belts keychains bracelets wallets bookmarks uh cup koozies journal covers um and I'm slowly going to, as time goes on, 
uh, get into doing handbags, moccasins, uh, hopefully later on vests and things that you guys can wear. So I'm pretty excited. Oh. I can make jewelry and things like that with it too. So yeah, excited. You're going to be making me a satchel one day. <laughs> you know how I love my satchels, even though I rarely ever carry a purse. But when I do carry one, it's obviously a satchel type one. And uh, they have at uh, Hobby Lobby, they have faux cow fur, mm. the cowhide that has uh, it's fake fur, but uh, it reminds you of a cow. And I checked it out and it's pretty nice stuff. So that's awesome. We make it a ton of stuff. I can't wait. <laughs> and then, guys, this also leads us into uh, we're going to be at two different vendor shows. Um, one is October 5th. It's a Wednesday. Uh, I'll be from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. in La Trobe. Uh, we'll link the address of it in our Facebook. So if you don't follow us on Facebook, follow us on Facebook. So you can get those addresses to these two vendor shows. Because they're going to have all of Kat's leather work. And then they're going to have my personal care products and candles. So be uh and then and remember if you can prove that you know that you follow us on at least just one social media so lily if you just follow us on facebook and also listen you will get 15 percent off plus a free gift at one of the vendor shows when you come to see us so just remember that um but oh and we're rolling out merch soon mm-hmm so we've been saying that but, since August, I think. Well, we but designed it. Is it. Happening. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying we've been saying it since August, but it will be yeah. rolling out in October as well. So yes, probably when the it end comes of to the hoodies, we're that's definitely like a custom order. So like, if anyone wants a hoodie, you're gonna have to like custom order it. Those are not gonna be pre-made, but we are gonna eventually have shirts pre-made for sure, and then some other cool stuff like pins and up koozies um pop yes. sockets phone cases uh, yes. i don't see a lot of people getting phone cases but pop sockets definitely yeah um, i mean we we'll just have like a few made but you know yeah that's the goal and just keep reordering after so much but anyways yes yeah. <laughs> i'm just i'm excited for you guys in and in October because we've been working hmm. really since hard. when I know we announced in August that we were doing something for October but we were working on this like far before that mm -hmm. uh, I think it was March actually that we started yeah so we, started time we started planning. talking about merch um yeah but I, I am very excited for it because it's not just us, but it's a community of people that have come together to make this happen. Yes. And so we're very grateful for everyone who has pitched in, very grateful for everyone who has sacrificed their time, and very grateful for all of you, because without you guys, this definitely wouldn't be happening. So can't wait for you guys to see it. And just talking about like certain like discounts and everything, also, which again, if you follow us on Facebook, we're going to give you this address. So. Uh, this past Sunday kicked off for Suicide Awareness Month yeah. and week. Uh, so 
you know, mental health is very important to us. Um, you know, I've got it on here constantly. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I am a, like, I, I'm going to be raw with you guys. So, like, I've had three suicide attempts. Luckily, they all failed. So, I'm still here. So, that's great. Um, I mean, I've improved a lot since then mentally. Uh, but, you know, just two years ago, like, right before the pandemic hit in 2020, 2019 was the last time that I was probably at my darkest point. Um, and it wasn't pretty. And it's just, I know that sometimes it's really hard for people to go and talk to therapists because they just feel like, well, I don't know them. They don't know me. Or like maybe you guys have like different religious backgrounds or just, there's so many things that go through your head when you're trying to get help, but you just don't know how to get it because you're nervous about getting it because you don't want to get judged or you know it's just it can be scary too it's just it can be scary but um as a survivor myself um I just want to encourage people like if you're struggling with suicidal thoughts or self-harm just reach out like even just reach out to our podcast on Facebook on Instagram um Twitter YouTube I don't think you can reach out on Spotify, but our website, <laughs> like, there's I actually so many... do think they can reach out on Spotify. I believe oh. there's a section where you can ask questions and they can actually answer them. Oh, perfect. So, again, you have access. If anyone out there that's listening needs any type of support, don't be afraid to reach out. Literally, me and Kat are both night out. Well, I'm, I'm more so the night owl, but Kat is becoming a night owl. <laughs> 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 and but the thing is is like we will help you yeah like we will make sure that you get the help you need like we have i me personally i i work also at a wellness center uh that's specifically for counseling and holistic wellness so that's yoga meditation reiki um different forms of like there's just different sessions and stuff between like anxiety support group PTSD support groups um again and also with anyone like any other woman or even guy because guys struggle with this too but when you lose a baby like miscarriage or stillborn or just like your infant died suddenly there's bereavement support groups as well because I know that's also hard to talk about because people are gonna people say some mean shit when you sit there and you lose especially if it's an early miscarriage like before it even hits the second trimester and you it's like well you weren't that far along or at least you know you can get pregnant that's not what people want to hear so again if you're struggling with anything anything at all just literally pop pop a message to us we will get you the help there's so many resources out there and including again with addiction i know that i mean i i've never been an addict personally um other than to cigarettes but and i know that cigarettes are way different than drugs or alcohol but again, there are also resources out there for that. No one is going to judge you. Actually, they're going to commend you for just taking that 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 really hard first step on trying to get the help that you need. So you wouldn't believe the absolute overwhelming amount of support that you'll receive. And yeah. if you're uncomfortable with messaging the page directly, Brittany and I are constantly tagging our personal pages. 
Yeah. So feel free to click on one of our names and message there too. Yep. So message our business pages. Like literally any type of reach out, we were good we will get you help. So that's why I've been saying like at the end of our episodes, just you know, remember that you are loved and you are wanted. Yes. And I know that sometimes like Again, no matter what, you're not going to get judged. So, um, and again, and if and if if you're a religious person, um, I mean, Cat can so more help you with this because I am not a religious person. I'm agnostic, <laughs> but if if faith is the part where what you want to get, like direction you want to go, she can hook you up with like some churches or yeah, just Christian related stuff. You know what I mean? My if you're not pastor. religious, then. I'm probably the person to go to if you're not religious. Yeah. <laughs> and I can just help you just more on just getting in touch with the universe. Cause that's, I'm not saying I don't believe in God. Cause I, I do. It's just, I, everyone just knows I'm not a Christian person. <laughs> um, again, I'm agnostic. I believe in something, just don't know what exactly. Um, and that's okay. Like there's just, there's just so many avenues that you can go. And that you will have so much support and love and care and judgment free. You just gotta, you know, take the first step to reach out, guys. That's all we're getting at. Um, and again, it's just our one of our passions is just being very compassionate to people and helping others. So, um, but yeah. And if you have so, a story, if you have a story about your survival, feel free to reach out. You can be on one of the episodes and talk about it because there's nothing I love more than listening to someone who thought they couldn't make it, but then they do. Yep. It always gives me chills. I I love to hear it. I know. And then that helps other people too because they're like, oh, well, they struggled with this too and they got out of that hole. And and you can literally improve someone else's life. Um. I think that's like one of the, like a great thing about being a survivor is that like your story can literally in all like in literal sense save someone else's life. Uh not just metaphorically like saying, Oh, say you can save someone's no, like you can literally save someone's literally. life. Yeah. Um but yeah, so sorry about the passionate rant here. <laughs> but you know, we just want to make sure you guys are are good. That's all. Um, but oh, sorry, ADHD moment here. <laughs> the wellness center I work at, uh, they are also doing free again, guys. So listen up, free therapy consultate consultations for thirty minutes. So literally, you can get a free consultation with a. There's three therapists there, and they're also very holistic, and they all have different backgrounds. So, um, reach out (laughs) literally the whole month of September, you will get a free 30 minute consult to try to get you on the best plan to get your mental health better. Cause that's what matters. You, you matter. Whoever's listening, you matter. Um, and then on top of that, there is, I think on September 16th, there's free Reiki sessions as well. And there's 15% off any suicide awareness and self-care products. 
are also 15% off at the wellness center. Um, there's also going to be some, two different yoga classes as well. So it, it's, it's just a good time. That's really good for your mental health. So come check it out. Uh, I'll actually be at the center Friday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So again, if you're hearing this and you want to come into the wellness center, again, the address will be on Facebook. Uh, but just pop in and just say like, hey, I've been listening to your podcast. I will, again, we'll get 15% off retail items that are like self-care or suicide awareness or, or and actually not an or and, we'll get free Reiki. And then you can even pop in for a 30 minute console. So, um, and that's, so I'll be there Friday, the 9th. And let me see the other day. I'll be there one moment, guys. Um, Friday, the 23rd from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And also Friday, the 16th at 11 a.m. is when the free Reiki starts. So again, if you guys pop in just let me know because i'll be there and just let me know that you've been listening and you're hearing this so i could get you some really good goodies <laughs> so but okay, like completely off topic but did you know nicholas cage's wife was asian no i didn't even know he was married until just now i yeah i didn't know he was married either <laughs> That has nothing to do with this, but like <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> I just happened to see it and I'm like, excuse me? Yeah, but apparently they had their first kid. How old is he? He's like a fifty billion years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't think he'd appreciate <laughs> I mean I love him. I, just have such I a love crush him. On him He's amazing. Like that sounds really bad. Well, like, oh my little, god, like... I'm oh my god, his middle name is Kim. Really? <laughs> yes. Nicholas Kim. Totally off topic, but like it caught me off guard because I didn't even realize he was married. Yeah, I didn't either. Does he have kids? They just uh his wife just gave birth to their baby girl. That's their oh. first kid. Wow. That's why, like, I just so happened to see him in the news, like his wife gave birth to their kid, and I'm like, he has a wife? Um, yeah, fuck Hollywood. I can't stay in Hollywood a lot of times because, like, it, like, I feel like it's just turned so many people into just something. It's just like, the, yeah, it just dismantles them. Like, and look the at, is, um, it takes just one single reporter to put their opinion, not the truth, their opinion yeah. out in the open and it ruins somebody's lives. Mm hmm. Like, just look like, at, like, Demi Lovato. Like, I know, like, so many people have, like, mixed feelings about her and stuff. Or, yeah, pronouns are her again now. Um, yes, they are. She's yes. so confused. Well, the thing is, it's like, okay, we're going to go back to, well, I don't like saying that because, like, I feel like she struggles with, um, oh, my God, what's the word? I can't think of the word right now. Um. Oh, I think it's like bodily dysmorphia or something. I forget what it's called Body at the dysmorphia. moment, guys. Yeah, like don't yell at me, okay? Like I'm totally for this. I'm not a not anything against it. I just I can't think yeah, of terms at the dysmorphia. moment. Um, but anyways, but like whenever she was a teenager, like when she was still on 
I think it was like Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. No. Camp Rock. Or the yeah. It was either Camp Rock or Sunny with a Chance. Yeah, both of those. So, but here she ended up, she was self-harming when she was yeah. a teenager. And they fucking just raked her over the fucking coals for that. Oh, but yeah. at the same time, it's Lily, they were the ones that made her feel that way. Yeah. Like, but I feel like Hollywood. she's played the part that everybody wants her to play. And now that she is able, I think, I think watching Miley break free and just be who she wants kind of influenced this. Oh, yeah. Because now she can break free and do what she wants. But oh. I think she's confused because she doesn't know what she wants. And I think she's just kind of trying everything out. And yeah, trying to and, figure out what she wants, but yeah. like, and she's doing it in a way that's people are. Well, you know, trash. yeah. And the thing is, it's not even fair to her because the thing is, because she's famous, and that's why yeah. there's so many spotlights on her. Like, if it was like a normal person like me and you, no one even bat an eye. No, literally. And it's just like, and people, I hate it because people, they're not even taking a step back, like. She is a human being, whether she wants to be a he, she, or just not even just nothing. This label, like, I, I like to go by them, they, which is also fine, by the way. Like, what, what's it really matter? Like, what is her doing this affecting anyone? It's not. And it's just because she's in the spotlight because she's famous. And it's just, oh, it aggravates me because I'm just like. Give her a fucking break. She's a fucking human being that has feelings. But I can kind of understand where the fans are coming from. Because as much as they love her, like, they're getting whiplash. They don't know what to do. And you don't want to upset your favorite artist. Well, no. So I don't want to, like, you don't want to call him a him if she prefers her. Or a they if they prefer him like it's yeah it's hard to do and i it's a little upsetting i mean i don't i don't blame well them. no i could say I that go because... to the point of like calling names or death threats or anything like that that's just dumb shit but like i fully understand getting a little upset that you don't know what's happening and you just you yeah. care about their mental health you want them to be healthy and making these decisions not knowing what it does make you feel concerned for, especially her history with mental health issues yeah and the path she went down to try to relieve those. Yeah. And that's like, what's going to get me on the subject is that. So all these people are like, Oh, I can't wait to be rich and famous or I want to be rich and famous. Like, please look at every single famous person. Most of them are fucking miserable. I like it. And they'll tell you that that themselves. I like it when people say that, though, because then you comment and be like, you can't even handle having somebody from high school tell you they hate your new haircut. Yeah. Let like, alone literally getting death threats just because from God millions forbid, of strangers. Yeah. For, for no reason. Like, just because God like, forbid, you woke like, up oh. and breathed today and now I hate you. Like, yeah. Excuse me. Like, you can't even handle your grandmother telling you purple makes you look bad. Calm down, sit down. You're not ready for this. Yeah. And, like, literally, like, even, like, their kids or their partners get death threats. Like, it's it's freaking stupid. 
And like trigger warning, but this is why a lot of celebrities self-medicate with drugs yep. and alcohol. Yep. I mean, look at almost every Hollywood actor. Like big, big famous ones, like Amanda um, Bynes. Like look up look at how yep. she went. Lindsay Lohan. Uh-huh. The infamous um, Britney Spears meltdown. Yep. I mean Tom Cruise. Yeah. Um who else? There's just there's just been so many of them as a thing. I'm not saying to sit there and not go through with your passions. If you're a singer or you know, some type of instrumental person, artist, whatever, go after your passions. I mean, definitely if, if you're wanting to be famous, I really hope that comes true for everybody that's listening that has right. a passion and wants it to become huge and stuff. I mean, obviously exactly. we're literally we're literally doing our own passion of a podcast right now. Yeah. Um and some other things that are rolling out in October. Exactly. And so it's just like nobody's saying not to. We're just saying you better have your mental health in a steel trap. Yeah, because, because it's, it's, it's gonna not affect easy. you. It's gonna affect you. And I fully yeah. expect us to get some comments and things oh, yeah. when we roll out stuff and yeah, it's gonna hurt and we'll probably cry to one or two of them. But <laughs> it's still our passion. Still yeah. gonna pick ourselves up and move on because it's gonna happen. Yeah. There is no way that you are going to please 7 billion people in this entire world. Nope. The world's not going to censor itself for you. Nope. You're going to have to learn to toughen up, which we come from a generation that has been through tough things. Yeah. And we're tough. I I'm think, like, our generations probably honestly had, like, the worst of it. Like, I mean, huh, older generations are going to be like, oh, no, well, you didn't go through this. Like, nope, we have went through a depression. Thank you. We're literally still going through it. Our economy is fucking dog shit. Um, yep. We've also went through a pandemic. We're still going through a pandemic. The last like, pandemic you guys went through was literally in the 1920s. So before most of our parents, like, actually, no, none of our parents were born. Some of our, some of our grandparents were just being born when this yeah. happened. Or not well, I mean, even born Think yet. about it. At eight years old, we were watching people jump out of a tower to their death. Yes. Yep, Exactly. Like, on live TV that our teachers put on. Yeah. So, yeah, we got desensitized pretty fucking early in life. Yep. So, yep. what else? Oh, and also our generation's the one that where all the school shootings started and shit like that, too. So. Columbine yeah, and all that. So, I mean. It, what else happened? It really just is about <laughs> making sure that your mental health is strong enough to handle that and yeah. making sure that if you are having days that are down where someone's things are like their comments or whatever they're posting their stitches to your videos are getting you down that you have a healthy area in your life like a healthy lane that you can go down that you can express yourself and move on from it without self-harming or yep. self-medicating. So I would And when definitely... we say self-medicating, we're not saying about you going to a doctor, a psychiatrist, or a therapist and getting on medication, okay? No. Definitely, if someone's prescribing you something, take it. We want you better, but don't go the 
the route where dose. yeah don't over self-medicate yeah because i mean i've done it i'm not saying i haven't because again i literally said i had three suicide attempts so i've been there done that um but that's also why i'm here saying don't self-medicate like it's not gonna it's not going to heal that wound you're wanting to heal no so I definitely recommend getting a therapist and talking things through before you start down that path. Yeah. And don't um, be afraid to find a different therapist. Yeah. Some therapists oh have their seasons. If you work past like a childhood trauma and you have a new thing, that they're going to understand. You have yep. to find whoever sits in that position, that, that situation that you're talking about, that fits in there perfectly and makes you comfortable enough where you're able to get it off your chest and work through that trauma yep therapists like are I've, designed to be mixed yep. and matched yep i've already had one two, i've had four therapists already in my lifetime and that's okay they've all served their purpose at one point and they've healed whatever i was supposed to be working on at that time and then i've moved on to a different one that helped me with something different and that's that's actually healthy to do is the thing and they will even tell you that so, but, so, Miss Shelby is good to get back on, so we're going to add her back on here, because um, she's got some really exciting stories. Hey guys, sorry for that lapse in time there. Like Brittany said, this is still pretty fresh with my mom, um, and you know, like they were talking about mental health and taking that time for myself to get myself back in check before I throw myself back out there was very important to me. Um, so we'll go into a more darker side of the paranormal stuff. Um, for people who don't know, in the paranormal world, if you smell something that smells like raw sewer, it's cynical. It's something that's very dark. If you smell something that it's like raw eggs that are rotten, it, it's just a smell you've never smelled before in your life, and know that like that's something you need to stay away from. If that's something you're smelling, you need to get out of it, whatever it is. If you believe in God or Whatever your religion is, you need to pray at that point because there's something wrong. Um, so, with that being said, I am going to tell the story of my house, my dad's family's house, I'll say that, and what happened there. My aunt, who I think I'd mentioned earlier about, you know, being in the paranormal world, she was living with me and my dad. And my dad, he liked to bowl a lot. And he was out bowling one night. And my aunt and I were at home. And I think we were probably watching American Idol, The Voice, something of that nature. And all of a sudden, we got the strongest smell of raw sewer. We could not find it. We went throughout the entire house, could not find where the smell was coming from. 
um, it got so bad in the house that we actually left because we were gagging. We couldn't breathe in there. Um, we called my dad while he was bowling and we were like, you know, there's something going on. Sewer line broke something. We don't know what's happening, but the house smells nasty. So we left. We went, got some ice cream or something. I don't know what we did. We just do random stuff all the time, me and her. And when we got back home, we got home probably about 10 minutes before my dad did. The smell was still there. So we were like, okay, we're going to start looking in this house. We're going to find out what it is. We started pulling out the washer to make sure that there was no broken like water lines, you know, no mildew, no mold, nothing like that. We were looking around the toilets to make sure there was no leaks, trying to figure out where this smell came from. And my dad walked through the door. And as soon as my dad walked through the door, the smell was gone. It was very strange because prior to this night, my dad had been acting very weird. Um, he was waking up in the middle of the night and just sitting there on his bed, just sitting there. We didn't know what was going on with him. And uh, that night that the sewer smell came and he got home, he was laying in bed and he was sleeping like everybody does it, you know, three o'clock in the morning. And the next thing we know, he was screaming. And my aunt and I run out and we're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And still to this day, he will not tell us what he was dreaming about. He just kept telling us it was not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. So my aunt and I, seeing as we were from the paranormal side of things and have been doing this for years, went through when we cleansed the house. Ever since the day that we cleansed the house, we never smelled it again. My dad had never had another dream like that. It was very frightening to be a part of, to see him go through that and to still to this day not know what exactly happened that night. What exactly he was going through because he would not talk about it. Um, and that's just, that's the scarier side of the paranormal world. And it's a side that if it's something you're into, if you have, you know, the availability to open yourself up to that kind of world that you have to get used to, you don't always just get the good, you have to take the good with the bad. And being as somebody who has been from this world for a long time, most of the time, the bad's more than the good. And it, that's just what it is. Yes, there is some very good sides to the paranormal world. Like I said, knowing that my mom was okay, um, that was really good. Dreaming, a lot of people don't know this. If you have a dream about a loved one that has passed, that's usually that person coming back to you to let you know that they're okay. A lot of people just think, oh, that's weird, you know, that was my grandma, she passed away two years ago. No, she's really telling you, like, she's okay. She's letting you know, like, she's still around. 
being someone who has always been sensitive from a very young age, I, I've had some really scary things happen in my life. At a young age, I was probably five or six, I had a, what we thought was an imaginary friend. <laughs> His name was Christopher. Christopher made me do some very weird things. And Christopher was this pig-like thing with hooves. He was small. He would make me do things such as kick the floor so hard that mirrors would break downstairs in the bathroom. And when my mom would come upstairs and ask me, like, Shelby, why did you do that? I would just look at her and I would laugh and be like, Christopher made me do it. Did I scare you? Christopher told me that I was supposed to kill myself when I was young. And nobody really knew why Christopher was mean. So my aunt and my mom did some research to come to find out that Christopher was demonic being and they had to get me cleansed we'll go into another story after the break okay guys we're back from our little <laughs> break and uh shelby's gonna continue her story here she's got a few more so um but yeah i guess we'll get back into we're going to talk about some dark things in the paranormal. <laughs> um, so I lived in this house in Oak Grove, Kentucky. And when you first walked into this house, it was like the picture-perfect house. It was yellow. It was like, if you could think of a white picket fence house, this was probably that house. But as most people know, what lies behind white picket fences isn't always so light. Um, so, when we first moved in, everybody was really excited, we were all having a great time, and me and my sister, stepsister, we shared a room. And in our room, there was just always this uneasy feeling. And one night, while we were sleeping, I was on the top bunk and she was on the bottom bunk. And we heard these scratches in our closet. And I was like, okay, well, that's weird. You know, I, I had animals. I had a cat. We had a dog. And I had sugar gliders. So I was like, maybe one of the animals got out. So I went over to the closet, opened the closet door. And there was nothing in there. Didn't think anything about it. Didn't look at the closet door. Shut the closet door. Went back to bed. As I went back to bed, I'm laying on the top bunk again, sleeping. Kayla's on the bottom bunk, sleeping. But I didn't know that because we're on two different levels. Um, I kept hearing something saying my name. And I thought it was her. So I got really, really, really upset. And I was like, Kayla, why are you saying my name? Like, stop. This is not funny. We have school in the morning. And she just kind of woke up and was like, what are you talking about? I'm not saying your name. So we went back to sleep. 
couple hours later, an hour later, Kayla wakes me up saying the same thing. Shelby, why are you saying my name? This is not funny. I wasn't saying her name. I was asleep. So I get down on the bottom bunk with her. And at this point, we're a little freaked out, as, you know, two teenagers would be. <laughs> and we're under the blanket, just talking, going to sleep, fell asleep. And the next thing we know, our bed is shaking. Shaking to a point where if you could think about things falling off of the bed or things falling off of a wall, it was that hard. She was scared. I wasn't as scared. Again, I grew up in this situation. Like this. Um, so she hides herself under the blanket. And I turned my head. And when I turned my head, it looked to be as what seemed to be a little boy and a little girl. They looked to be... Like... Have you ever pictured one of those kids in, like, sailor costumes? Like, really old, old-timey costumes? That's what they looked like. And they were playing Ring Around the Rosie. At that point, I was mad. Because I knew there was something not right in my house. And I sat up and I yelled at it. I said, get out. You cannot be here. You are not wanted. You need to get out. And we thought things had simmered down. The next day we woke up and there were literal claw marks in my closet. Of course, we were freaked out. We tried to convince my brother to switch rooms. He wouldn't because he's scary. <laughs> and he, you know, he just, he didn't want to switch rooms with us, understandably, because he didn't have to deal with what we were dealing with. Um, but then we just kept noticing little things here and there throughout the house. You know, a cabinet door would be open, or so on and so forth, you know, little things. We would go through and we would shut cabinet doors all the time. I had an alarm clock. It was a robot from Target. And it decided to just start singing one night. And I threw it outside. I didn't want it in my house anymore. Anything that was just weird, I, I was done with. I was so tired of dealing with this constant little things in my house. So it came down to me needing surgery. I had to get my tonsils and my adenoids removed. It was probably a couple of weeks after the bed shaking incident. And during my healing process, I was having these really weird dreams. Really weird dreams about those little kids that were in my bedroom. I was standing on a bridge and they were standing on the other side of it, and they were looking at me, and then the next thing I know, I was falling off this bridge, and I never saw myself hit the water, 
but the water would turn red, and that's all I would see. I knew there was something not right at that point. There was definitely something that just kept trying to attach itself to me, and I wasn't about to let it. So this kept going on for about four weeks, three to four weeks during my healing process. My mom would come in and I'd be crying and she wouldn't understand what was going on because, well, when you have your tonsils and adenoids removed, you can't really talk for the first couple weeks. Um, it hurts. So finally after, you know, I was able to start getting up and doing little things again, I went into my kitchen the day that I was told that I was allowed to go get up for the first time and I was putting dishes away. My mom was out doing what she does best, her paranormal investigating with my aunt. And I started spitting blood. And I went and told my stepdad that I was spitting blood and he said, you know, this is normal. It's going to be fine. You know, just go take a seat, drink your Gatorade. You're going to be fine. So I listened. And he said, my mom would be coming home soon. And she did. And I seen the lights pull up into the house. And I got up. And I was putting my shoes on. The lights cut off on the van. And I didn't know what they were doing out there at this point. You know, they just came home. And I walked out. And as soon as I walked out, I started vomiting blood. Like, massacre scene vomiting blood. Um, I was scared. You know, we rushed me to the hospital. Little did I know that right before I walked out of that door, they had taken a picture of the front of my house. And I still have this picture. still have this picture. And the front of my house in this picture was just this big black mass. And it's just perfectly just shaped out. You can see this in front of my door. And I walked through it right before I started throwing up the blood. Needless to say, after that and after we noticed that, we decided to move. So I don't really know what was left in that house. I don't want to know what was left in that house. Obviously, it was trying to attack me personally. And I haven't had problems since I left that house. Okay, well, uh, I'm going to take over here for a few moments, guys. Um... So we just need to step out for a moment. Sometimes that story really rattles her. Because, uh, again, it happened to her personally. So I know that it would freak me out if I was, you know, younger, like, you know, like a young teenager or younger and was okay. vomiting blood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so... Talking about paranormal stuff. So, as we were taking our little break just a few moments ago, and me and Shelby were outside here, of course, as many of you know, because we've talked about it multiple times, even my mother in law just talked about it like two, three episodes ago. Like, my house is haunted. Um, and most of the time, it's not bad. Uh, most of the time, it's just lingering spirits. And they don't really bother anyone. Uh, you just know that they're there. Uh, but there has been some bad ones. <laughs> um, it's more so I think it's just because I'm 
sensitive and they know that I can sense them, you know? So I think it's just like, it just comes with the territory of having a sixth sense. So. Right. Uh, but. So when we were outside, the, um, she's seen something in my yard, which I can vouch that. I mean, I've seen things in my yard plenty of times. Like I know that they're there and I hate, I hate being outside alone at nighttime because it's like there's something out there and it's not good most of the time. And I don't like it. It makes me feel very uncomfortable. And that's why, like, most of the time I'm like, okay, babe, you're coming outside with me to take the dogs outside. Uh, and even my dog sense it because my dog will look, literally look in the same direction I'm looking. So I know that he knows it too. Uh, my husband, he just tries to ignore all that stuff. So he just doesn't bother him as much. Um. But anyways, Shelby also seen it tonight. And so I don't know if there's something attached to a very old Victorian clawfoot tub that I got. Because I used to be a photographer. Um, and I used to do milk bath sessions in my yard. Because I used to have like flowers planted around it and everything where it looked really like gardeny. So I would do garden um, milk bath sessions like for maternity photos. Um, but yeah, so, but this bathtub was actually not part of my house. It was, I just bought it off of someone that had it like on Craigslist or something like that. Uh, cause they were remodeling their house. So, but there's either something attached to the bathtub or the tree. Cause a tree fell literally last week. So who knows? Who knows? <laughs> uh, I just know, like, my house and, and my whole property is haunted. Well, it could be, because say you see it moving, like, from back in that area. Has it ever come toward the house? Um, uh, I don't think so. Like, it tries to, but then I just go inside. I think <laughs> that maybe it could be connected to the field next to your house. It could be. Not really coming over to you yeah or maybe where the tree stood that thing was hung there yeah could be could be a uh, conjuring type situation yeah oh and that doesn't doubt like I don't doubt that at all honestly because my house alone is 102 years old so it's a very old house and it's all farmland, by the way. Like even my house sits technically on farmland, mm -hmm. but there's two farms. Like, and you know, that's because you've obviously been to my house, but like there is just an open field behind us, but it used to be all trees. Um, but now it's like a bee farm. And then the field across from me is a wheat field. The audio just then was doing something really weird. Wait, really? It's still doing it. What's it doing? It sounds like like you're talking, but it sounds like something else is there talking and saying the same thing you are. Like overlapped. I don't know, it's like distorted. Like you're talking and you said like at my house and it would say at my house at the same time you did, but it sounds distorted. So I don't know if it's the, just the audio itself 
or if. But I'm not connected to my. I'm you. on my phone. Like you're not connected to I'm, Wi-Fi. No, I'm not even on my computer tonight because um, Doug is upstairs and we're down here because like Shelby has her baby and stuff with her. That's crazy. Then I just because no, like she's connected to my. She's connected to my laptop. Mm-hmm. And she's using my headset, but the headset's muted, and I also have her muted on Discord. That is so creepy. When I edit this, I'm gonna have to send you like a clip of it. Oh, oh! Are you using a headset or something? I'm not. I'm literally on my phone. You got Shelby. I'm literally talking on my cell phone. That is like insane. I would just a conversation. Like I don't even have it on speaker, girl. What the fuck? I I seriously hope that it captured on audio so I can send it to you. Yeah, I have so too. Well, and obviously leave it on if it did catch. Oh, I will. But like that was just so freaking weird. Well, did you hear like the audio when I was trying to connect earlier? Yeah. Like was it high pitched for you too? Like I'll send you it cuz I was rec- I uh got my phone out and i was recording it it was like so fucking freaky because because like i was trying to connect the laptop at that that point and but i still had i already still had discord opened on my phone you know what i mean and all of a sudden i started doing that i was like what the fuck and i couldn't shut it off i couldn't shut off i couldn't like do mute or anything and on top of that my laptop started glitching i wish i would have recorded it but i literally had my phone in my hand like up to my ear yeah, I don't understand what is going on. Like, there's obviously something in my house. I mean, we all know this, so. Actually, there's a few things in my house, not just one thing. It doesn't want us exposing him. Oh, no. Well, so I still, because, so Doug keeps being afraid to edit that freaking video, because he's like, I don't want to know. I'm like, well, you're going to have to know, or like, <laughs> or download the program onto my computer so i can do this i just need to take the video part of it out like have the only like the voice you know what i mean right and um but anyways you could clearly hear whispering in my basement like when holly was here and she she legit recorded a whole ass conversation and you know it wasn't her whispering because she was literally talking at the same time as you could hear these whispers and literally once like she really starts getting it and you can like hear say shh they can they can and then it goes quiet and then me and her went down because that that's like whenever remember me and you were actually talking upstairs on discord at that yeah. time and she was down in my basement so i wasn't even near her either and that's like another thing it's like there was no one with her and then here um what was it and then me and her after the podcast we went down to the basement and we started recording but here they wouldn't um like come out like i mean they did but it was weird because they were making pig noises like with like literally i'm not kidding i have it on my phone and it no we did break out a pendulum because like that's only because that's the only thing i could have for communication you know what i mean uh, since they really weren't whispering and here like it actually like would answer my questions i was like okay but all you could hear is like pig noises for some reason it was weird but it was like a human making pig noises you know what i mean it wasn't like an actual like pig 
Alright guys, sorry about that. Um, I want to get back into the lighter side of things of the paranormal. Um, so, again, I can't stress this enough. I have grown up in the paranormal world. And there's a lot of things that I have seen. There's a lot of things that I have felt. There's a lot of things that I have talked to. Um, one of them, honestly, one of my most fond memories of the paranormal world was about my dad's neighbor. She had been struggling. She had had cancer, lung cancer, and she was just miserable. She was very miserable. And we had gotten very close. I was going over there and braiding her hair for her, doing her nails for her, doing whatever I could to cheer her up. I spent my entire summer with her. And one night, she had been home from the hospital for about a week. I was over there that day doing her nails. And I had come home. I was sleeping. And I got up at probably it was like 3.15 in the morning. And I walked into the kitchen. Something just told me to go into the kitchen. I didn't need to go into the kitchen. But something told me that I needed to go that way. And as I walked into the kitchen, there was this beautiful woman. She was dressed in white. Her hair was long. She had this little, little pink ribbon tied in a bow around her dress. It was just flowing. And there was just this glow around her. Um, she, she was beautiful. There's no other way to describe her other than beautiful. And she just looked so sad. She's just sad. And at that point I knew. I walked into my dad's room. I woke him up and I said, Dad, I said, your neighbor's going to die tonight. And she's okay. She's going to be okay. And I need to tell her husband she's going to be okay. So the next morning, when we got up, it was like 6 o'clock in the morning. I was getting ready to go to school. I was getting ready to walk out the door because I had to walk to school because, you know, I had to be a difficult child and go to a school that a bus didn't come get me, so I had to walk there. <laughs> and um, the EMS rolled in with no... no sirens or anything and I knew her husband came outside when they got there and he was in tears and I went over to him and I gave him a hug and I said Bill she's okay I know she's okay that was probably one of the hardest funerals I had ever been to because I was very close to her and they showed a slideshow at this funeral. And during this slideshow, 
there was this familiar face that I couldn't couldn't put a finger on. But I knew I had seen this before. This person before. And this is something that I didn't actually get to tell anybody because my aunt was not with me at this time and my mom was living in Kentucky and those are the people I would go to when I would see stuff like this and um, I eventually I couldn't get this woman out of my head so I eventually asked her husband you know who is this and it was her late sister who had passed away. And um, about a week prior to seeing this female and her dying, I had had a dream about this woman. And in my dream, she told me, she said, he's gonna be sad, but he's gonna be okay. And I didn't understand at the time, you know, she was still alive at the time. So I didn't get it. And at that moment, whenever I found out who this woman was that was in my dream, I knew who she was talking about. She was there to let me know that things were about to get really rocky for my dad's neighbor's husband. But he is going to be okay. And he is. Today he's thriving. He works on old cars. He's a great guy. Still loves his wife with every ounce of him. And still waits for the day that he gets to be with her again. Okay, guys. Well, that finishes up Shelby's stories. I mean, she has many more, but she's pretty much tapped out. Uh, more so because... Well, not just emotional stories, it's just sometimes my house can be heavy, as you guys know how haunted it is, so and she's just really feeling it, so on top of all the stories that are emotional, too. So, I think this is about, concludes our uh, paranormal episode, or episode 21. Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. <laughs> yeah, I just think. So uh, we have, yeah. uh, I think we've got, what, three more episodes yeah because this yeah. is the first week in september so yep. we've got three more episodes in season one and season two will be rolling out um some of the stuff that we're rolling out is going to be technically separate but we'll be talking about them on the podcast yeah so there will be links and everything to everything else Yep, so again, follow us on Facebook because that's how you're going to keep up to date on everything. Yes. Or Instagram. Um, we just can't post as much. Well, no, I guess we could post addresses on Instagram, too. So, yes. But more so no. Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. Well, I hope you guys have a good week. And remember, this Friday, I almost said February for some reason. 
<laughs> September. Ninth. Jesus Christ, I am all mixed up in my dates at the moment for some reason. <laughs> Anyways, this Friday, September 9th, from 10 to 2, I'll be at the Wellness Center. Uh, which again, the address would be on Facebook and cause we're actually gonna, I'm gonna have a little advertisement for it. You can't miss it. Um, yeah. So check uh, you us know out. what you should do? Hmm. Um, do they have a QR code? Yes. With their information? Okay. So whenever we do the little, like at noon, when this thing posts yeah. and we go on and we remind them that an episode is dropped, put your QR code on our little announcement yes i will i will do that yes i will definitely link the qr code some of the designs the ads anyway so yeah that's my job okay we're working off yep um just remember you are loved and you are wanted very much so yes we hope that you guys bye <laughs>